Learning to deal with failure, it's something that we all have to face at some time. Here we are, as I'm recording this, at the end of the year, end of semester for many, and hopefully success for uh, most of us. There are also those failures that come up where we didn't really reach our goal, we didn't do well on a test, we didn't uh, perform in the way that we wanted. What do we do about failure and how do we turn it around? There are lots of ideas out there and good ones. You know, there is that idea that failure is just an attitude. It's a way of sort of stopping and looking at something and going, well, in this moment I didn't succeed, so therefore I'm a failure, rather than how do I turn that around? How do I take the next step? That it's only a failure if I quit. And that's very true. We go back so often to the example of a baby learning to walk. How many times did they fail? How many times did they fall? Pretty much all of us got back up again and gave it another try until we mastered the task. That's an important perspective. We also often say that it's not really failure, it's just feedback. Again, a very helpful perspective. We look back over what led us to the point that we're at when we've decided we failed and see what got us here. Was there greater effort that could have been made? Was there some way that we didn't engage fully enough and ended up with less than we wanted? All of these are helpful. We want to come at it a bit differently here just to give yet another perspective. Our sense is always the more perspectives, the more ways we look at something, the more we're going to gain in strength and wisdom and capacity. Multiple perspectives are the beginning of wisdom. Our perspective here today is, what if we look at failure as feedback specifically about what is our self-concept? So often with people that we have worked with, We've seen that people did on the test, let's say, what they expected of themselves. They may have known more. They may have thought that they were better prepared or that they were capable of doing much better. And then they take the test and they got anxious or they got hung up on a problem or something. Or if it's at work, if it's at work, is there some way we psyched ourselves out or didn't prepare well enough or fell short in some other way? If we look carefully, closely, often we'll find that that goes back to some limiting self-concept. There's something that said, well, I don't think I can really do it at that level. Maybe we hoped Maybe there was a part of us that believed we could. And at the same time, there was a, another part of us that said, nope, can't do it. 
we see this often where we have both a positive and negative view, a positive and negative self-concept. We want to use this to recognize what is that limiting self-concept? What might be taking place that sort of a meta-program that interfered with our learning and its expression, interfered with our performance and its expression? There are a number of ways that we can approach sussing out what that limiting self-concept might be. One of them that we've talked about before is to make a very positive statement in the direction of success and then listen inside and see if there's anything in us that objects. If I say to myself, I can do anything and something somewhere deeper inside goes, "Uh uh-huh, sure, or no, I can't, or whatever. And we may have to repeat that process a few times to elicit that deeper response. That is worth listening to and is often what is in the background interfering with the success. We were told recently about somebody that just took a major test in their life. It came out average. They weren't surprised. They had prepared a lot. They were confident. They were really pumped about doing well. But when they got the results, they were like, yeah, I kind of expected that. Well, that kind of expected it points to a self-concept, a limit, a view of oneself that says, well, this is what I'm capable of. That's another way to recognize that is if if there's some way in which you notice, yeah, that that sort of fits. That's kind of me. Yeah, I kind of expected that. Another way is simply to ask in ourself, is there any perspective I have about myself that is less than succeeding at this? And then we listen. And oftentimes, something will come up. We'll get a a whiff of something, a a response, a, a perspective, a voice inside. It can happen so many different ways. And our job is to notice that and listen to it. So often we say, oh, no, that couldn't be it. That can't be right. Well, maybe it's not, but it is worth listening to, checking out, and finding out what's there. Once we've recognized what that self-concept is, there are many ways that we've discussed in the various podcasts we've done about how to change that. If you go back and listen to some of the podcasts on beliefs, you'll find a number of ways there and a number of ways in other podcasts that we've done. For our purposes here today, what we're going to suggest is just simply asking ourselves, where did that come from in my life? What was the very first time that I came to that perspective, to that conclusion? And then it's almost like we step into that belief and let it take us back to that first time where we saw things that way, felt that way. Notice what was it about that experience that made us conclude that we weren't capable 
or that we were less, or whatever it is. And then we want to ask ourselves, would that way of interpreting that experience and the meaning we put on it, would we still hold that to be true today? Or would we take it in a very different way? We once talked to someone who had a friend when they were very young that was going to come over and play with them. And the friend didn't make it. They concluded that nobody likes me. Well, when they went back to that, they recognized that, oh yeah, something happened for their friend. And it had nothing to do with them. And then that became very easy to change. Sometimes we would maybe conclude the same thing because we're still sort of in that trance. We're still under that spell. Then what happens if we step out and ask, what if that happened to someone else? What if that experience took place for someone who went on to have great success in their life? How would they view that? And then we can use their perspective to modify our perspective. Or we can ask ourselves simply, is this the only way to interpret what happened? Is there another way? Is this the only true view? Very likely it's not. Again, if this doesn't get it, if one of these don't help you really change this, go back and review some of our other approaches. You'll find one that works. And remember that failure isn't who we are. Failure was just a interpretation of an experience. It was a meaning that we laid on things. Failure was just a moment in time, and life goes on. Thanks for joining us. Please listen to our other podcasts, and be sure and tell your friends about us.